0: Hello, and welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. I am here with my guest host, Kiki. Me. Yeah. After about 20 minutes of technical difficulties, I think we've finally figured it out. Kind of. <laughs> Today is part three in our three part series on the Skinwalker Ranch, and it is done. It's over. Goodbye. I've had it. (laughs) So we're going to finish up our series and be done with it and talk about murder again next week. You ready? Yeah. Okay. We're going to, I did most of my research on the TV show that is on the History Channel called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And at first, I thought it was wonderful and grand, and then I started feeling like it was ghost adventures with UFOs.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, you know, the stuff underground and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but at the same time, the dramatization of it is just. Right. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. So the show started in 2019, and we're going to go over who's working on it and everything that they're doing to figure out what's going on there all their experiments what they found out so far all that fun stuff so let's get into it let's get in so we first start off we meet travis taylor and i feel like he's other than the ranch he's kind of like the main character of the show what do you think
1: he's like he's this on guy. the
0: yeah yeah Travis, Dr. Travis Taylor is an engineer and also a best-selling author who holds PhDs, more than one, oh. in optical science and engineering, aerospace systems engineering, and a master's degree in physics and astronomy. For the past 25 years, Taylor has worked on various high-tech programs for the Department of Defense and NASA. So they bring him in because, like I said, he has multiple PhDs, and also, he's been on TV before. So, yeah, what, yeah. What, what else has he been on? I don't know, but he does an interview, and he said that was part of the reason the History Channel picked him is because he's good on camera. He's used to being on camera. He knows how to be on camera, that kind of thing. How long did he go to school for? For Multiple <laughs> PhDs. Well, I think you can do PhD multiple PhD programs at once. I oh. So he's got in engineer two engineering things so he could be going you know what i mean and have yeah i don't know how i'm not that smart (laughs) Um, nope um we also got jim sagala who is a phd scientist and i know he's not in season two i haven't seen season two yet and i probably not going to i I, think i watched the first episode of season two so i don't have a picture here because he's not here but jim sagal the other phd that Do you remember him yelling, like, they're sitting in the boardroom. He's like, well, just because I don't have a PhD that I guess my opinion doesn't matter. Do you not remember that, like, fight? And I'm like, seriously, that is for TV. You could tell. That that." is.
1: That one's the bodyguard,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. But Jim, Dr. Sagala didn't come back for season two because rumor has it that he is a scientist, and that's what he wants to do. He just wants to focus on the science of it, not the reality show of it. Right. You know? He just wants to do the science, do, like, figure it out, not sit there... Make a joke f- of his career? Yeah, kind of. fighting with people, trying to play up for the cameras. He just wants to figure out what's really going on there, but not at the expense of making a reality show and letting it go on and on and on. Right. We have Brian Arnold... <laughs> Code name,
1: Dragon. I know. I'm like, <laughs> what? Could it be any more of, like, of a
0: tool name? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, he's a chief security officer, and him and Brandon Fugle have known each other for 25 years. They went to some kind of Mormon or F uh, FLDS. I don't know if it's FLDS or FDS. The Mormon church, you know. mm mm-hmm. Um, They went to some retreat. They met there, and they've been friends ever since. So he's like a trusted advisor for Brandon and he's very, um, he's a licensed private security officer and he's an expert marksman and security specialist. So you, you're a gun person. Somewhat. Tell me as Mm -hmm. he's walking around holding a shotgun, like the whole time he's walking around, he has this shotgun just in his hand, like holding it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I never
1: noticed that. It's like
0: a prop to me. Like, they have to make it known, like, he's got guns. Like, he clearly has a sidearm. Yes. And when he's driving in the car, he has a shotgun in between his legs, pointing up. <laughs> I mean, if
1: it's not pointing at your face or yeah. pointing at
0: anyone else's body parts, then
1: that's how you should carry it. But, I mean... It's just, its like I said, it seems like a prop. Yeah, it probably is. If he's... Being
0: kind of reckless with it. It feels like it. Like, they're always holding it, like, at the ready, but you know what I mean? Like, it's in every scene with him. I
1: didn't even notice. You didn't? No. I I noticed it because I
0: I felt like it looked ridiculous. (laughs) Um, We got Thomas Winterton. He is the superintendent of the ranch. He oversees maintenance on the property, the equipment and all that stuff, and we will talk about an injury he had on the ranch before the history channel came there we got eric fard who's a principal investigator and chief scientist on the ranch i didn't know he was a scientist i just thought he was like a investigator yeah but i guess he's the chief scientist oh. and he's worked alongside brandon for the last decade Man. We got Jim Morris, who's the manager for the ranch. He's a successful and celebrated real estate developer and entrepreneur. He's also dedicated more than 25 years to the Native American communities in the Intermountain West, creating scholarship funds for their youth and fostering programs for American Indian services. Oh. So he's, he's got more of a spiritual connection to the ranch, I think. Yeah,
1: rather than just...
0: Yeah. And then we got Candace Lynn and Tom Lewis... Candace is an anthropologist who serves as a caretaker, and her boyfriend Tom is a noticed, noted techologist. I, I don't know what that is.
1: I'm obviously, something to do with tech.
0: Yep. <laughs> tech stuff. <laughs> they live on the ranch full time, taking care of the animals they bring. So, that is the people, other than Brandon Fugle, who is the owner, that are doing their experiments on the ranch. So, they talk about every decade that people have been on the ranch having um some kind of activity even like obviously we talked about the settlers the Native Americans all have had activity in that area and that is the whole reason why these people are here is to try to figure out if there is a scientific explanation about what's going on or if there's not
1: Nothing.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it, a lot of it's probably paranormal than yeah. uh, UFO things. So, part of phase one of what they're doing now on the ranch is called observational science. This is what happened before the show. Um, one of the, the equipment they used is called Satan. Is <laughs> <It's laughs> it? It's an acronym for Sentinel Assignment Telemet Telemet Tell Telemetry and notification. Uh, okay, my handwriting's terrible. Mm-hmm. It records and measures vibrations in the ground and sounds below human hearing. They also are recording weather data in the air traffic. Um, they have a receiver that helps, um, discern like tell whether or not it's a real aircraft or something that they can't. All right. Yeah. They also have surveillance with thermal and night vision. So, this is what I'm going to talk about. I think a part of what's going on with the animals there and the radiation and stuff that they pick up is when they did nuclear testing in the 40s and 50s, that was in Nevada. They had above-ground nuclear uh, tests.
1: Yeah.
0: So, nuclear fallout from that was blown into utah like you can see the trajectory of it and it clearly goes directly over it was up into the sky the wind brought it and it fell out all across utah and especially the ranch so when they're doing the testing they weren't thinking like this could have ramifications right because we as you know with what's that one chernobyl when a nuclear thing the half-life or whatever it's called can go on forever uh-huh. Like the radiation and the... Yeah, it doesn't be able to tell you. He loved that show. Nathan is obsessed with Chernobyl, too. Yeah. It's just they're so interested in it. I don't know. Maybe it's a guy thing. Maybe. But, yeah, so the fall, the nuclear fallout basically fell on to Utah. And they talk about, not on the show, but I read about how there's more cases of, like, um, miscarriages, people getting cancer in the area where... It fell out. Right. And, you know, that hurt. (laughs) People don't think about that stuff, you know. Um, Neodymium magnet is what they have. I think neodymium, yeah. A magnet that they helped recreate what anomalies they've been seeing with electrical equipment. So a lot of times people's phones will get messed up. Uh, camera equipment, computers, tablets, everything you can see. It looks like somebody's messing with it and nobody's touching it. And they were able to recreate that with this very, very, very strong magnet. So they believe there's some kind of magnetic anomalies going on. Well, at like grounds,
1: right? Yeah.
0: So in Homestead 2, they see voices and shadow figures all the time. All that fun stuff. Ghosts. 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 And outside of Homestead 2, they got the anomaly with the ground penetrating equipment. Do
1: mm-hmm. you remember that? No.
0: Did you not watch it?
1: Oh, I think I did.
0: Yeah, it looks like I'm like a football.
1: I think so.
0: Like underground that they use the ground penetrating equipment before because God, you know digging is allowed on the ranch. And that's what happened to Thomas Winterton. He came onto the ranch as the manager and they told him you cannot dig, every time somebody digs, stuff happens. He completely just dismissed what they said and started digging and messing with the dirt and soon he had an injury where his skull started separating from his or his skin started separating from his skull. Oh. Do you not remember? They talk about it in the very first episode. I don't know. I, I it looks know like he started stuff. feeling like a he had a knot in the back of his head. And then he went to the hospital. He was in the hospital for a week or so. there was some kind of fluid built up. And it started separating his scalp from his skull.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I do remember.
0: And they have no reasoning of why that happened, how that happened. But he attributes it from digging. Because he was digging and then all of a sudden that happened. Right. Yes. So, the rule is there's no digging. So before they do any digging, they did a ground penetrating situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they found an anomaly in front of Homestead Two that was about a thousand feet, and it kind of had a football shape. They dug into it, but they could their drill couldn't get past it. Yeah. So they never. You never hear again what happened, or what it was. <laughs> That's why this show is just... They're doing all these experiments, but the ones that they, they don't find answers to just kind of... Go off. Yeah. Bye. Um, also at Homestead 2... Um, what's his name? Travis Taylor, or Taylor Travis. I think it's Travis Taylor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dr. Taylor goes and lifts up a well cover.
1: Yeah, he gets burned. Yeah,
0: radiation burns. Yeah. And in the last episode that he says he had to actually get surgery. So he got surgery on his hand because he said that there was bone spurs in his finger and he had it had started like getting bigger. Right. So
1: it sounds like, like gout type thing.
0: Yeah, but that's weird where he didn't have any issues and he doesn't look old enough to have you know what I mean? Right. Um that happened. And this is my question that as I see the well that mm-hmm. he goes and lives, if digging so bad, how do they have wells? How do they have septic? I mean, the command center is a brand new building. Right. With, I'm assuming water, it's a trailer. It looks like a house. Mm-hmm. Do, how did they dig all those things? It j- You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That Brian, or dragon, as he's called, gets so... Aff- defensive about digging. Like, his face is just so serious. No digging. And he... Bad things happen when you dig. I know. The name of episode one. (laughs) That's the name of the
1: episode. Oh my goodness.
0: Um, but that's, I mean, I don't understand how they have houses there if digging's so wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Like, well... With the first house,
1: though, that was before they knew anything was going on, correct?
0: Homestead 1? Yeah. I think Homestead 1 was way before, like, because you can see it's run down and all that stuff. Yeah. I'd say Homestead 2 was when the current owner, not the current, the Shermans, and then before them probably lived.
1: Yeah. So, like, how far apart are these houses? Because maybe something started happening at Homestead 1, and they're like, oh, crap we gotta get out of here that's what why don't we
0: go build someplace else on the land thinking maybe they're safe that's because they even say they say that homestead one was just abandoned it seemed like yeah like everybody just up and left it now i talk about it being a reality show when when you see reality shows it's kind of like our ghost adventures where ghost adventures clearly is a bunch of bullshit right Because he's he's always possessed. I mean, he's always (laughs) he's always getting possessed. (laughs) Something just entered my body. But at the same time, this reality show does. I am seeing actual stuff. Like they have videos of the Mesa getting lit up. Right. The lights, the um, beam of light that isn't even to the naked eye. They saw one, a couple UFOs. But they were shooting off rockets because they believe there's some kind of, what is it, magnetic or something up about a mile in the sky. So they did a, oh, there it is. They did a, they finding intense RF radiation coming a mile above the ranch. So they decided to do a weather balloon experiment, which the weather balloon, they still haven't found it the weather balloon gets up into the mile section about 5,000 feet and all of a sudden all the equipment on the weather balloon shits out and they still haven't found the weather balloon. It had GPS tracking. It had all this stuff to do this experiment and it just shit out right when it, it got up. It upped. shit out? It shit out. It pooped. Pooped it right out <laughs> when it got to that section where there's intense radiation. So they did rocket experiments. The first rocket... They used... Didn't go high enough. And, um... I thought
1: with the first rocket is when they saw the UFO. Or they caught it on camera. Yes. the first rocket? Well,
0: they shot off the first rocket, and they're getting ready for the second one, and that's when they noticed it. But the first rocket didn't go high enough for the chute to open, so it fell and got damaged. Yeah. The second one, they had a gamma ray detector on it. They found a concentration of gamma ray radiation above the ranch. And they did witness the ufo testing i mean the ufo testing (laughs) they did witness ufos while they were doing the testing (laughs) and also you can see their cows reacting to the ufos because they started bunching up to get basically as far away from where the ufos were as possible right and that is what we bring up now is they're using animals again as biosensors to kind of detect what's going on because animals can
1: They have great senses.
0: Yeah, so they bring cows again, and then they decided, let's bring some unique animals that have never been here, which would be alpacas. Alpaca. Alpaca. Which is... The cutest. They're adorable, and one gets attacked. Yeah. Well, they both get attacked, but one gets pretty brutally attacked. It survived, but... They don't know what attacked it. The camera that was focused on it stopped working. Right. <laughs> and so they, that's the reality show part of it. It's like, is this for real or is, is it a, not? A, a bunch of coy dogs. Right. But it was day daylight. Yeah. But we know foxes hunt during the day.
1: Sometimes, yeah.
0: Foxes, I don't know, coyotes, do I they? they're
1: mainly at night.
0: Yeah. But I mean, this is Utah. They have koi dogs. They have pack wild dogs, packs of wild dogs. They have all that stuff. Packs of wild dogs in Utah? Yes. They do? Yeah. Oh. Well, like koi dogs for us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that they're saying is, is this is a wormhole? Like, is there something going on? Right. So they talk about the Uintah Basin, especially where the ranch is, being like a bowl. That the reason why there's that RF radiation is kind of like a satellite dish where they, the bowl is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's coming right down into it. But they're not sure if the signals are coming from the air or from the ground. Da da da. That's so weird. So they do have dogs on the ranch now too. William. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's name is William
1: a dog a person name it's so weird I don't know Ellie Ellison is not a person Nora okay well I didn't (laughs) give them those names but who gives a dog a person name
0: mom Jackson (laughs) we had a Newfoundland named Jake yeah I guess but Jakey seems like a, a dog name I guess I don't know. I don't really know anybody named Jacob or Jake.
1: I went to school with, like, Jake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yep. I thought Kirsten was friends with a kid named Jake. Jeremy?
1: No.
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm friends with anybody named Jake. Jake from State Farm. That's Jake my, from State Farm. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my <laughs> insurance yeah, agent's know. named Jake. Oh, I know. So, <clears throat> they're doing all these tests. They... And then all of a sudden A cow dies I was gonna say cattle a
1: cattle? I
0: thought you were gonna say cat A cow dies a cow. And they had a vet come in And do a, like an autopsy Or something it's, I think it's called something different when it's on animals But they say he died from stress Or she died from a stress related Pneumonia
1: <laughs> yeah, So that must be something that's gone on because pneumonia isn't just instant i didn't think
0: it i guess it is for cows it's over a couple hours worth of time so they were able to see that there she had some kind of stuff in her lungs but um so when the cow gets pneumonia stress caught stress brings down their immune system Mm -hmm. so they get sick and the cow was laying down yeah. And I don't think they're supposed to lay down for a long time. They can lay down. For a long time.
1: I don't know how exactly how uh, long. I mean, a horse, I believe, can lay down for like five hours and... Oh, yeah. It's okay. So,
0: after they did the autopsy on the cow, they were going back over the surveillance to see if they could witness when she died. And you can see she's laying in the shade. All the other cows are gone. The herd left her alone, and they moved across the whole ranch. Literally. Yeah. The whole ranch, because to get away from whatever was going on, and obviously this cow being sick couldn't move. And in the video, you see the cow trying to get up, and right above her, a UFO is. And they said at the, you can, they figured out how it, fast it was moving. It was supposed to be a thou, like a 1,000 feet per second. Maybe more.
1: Yeah.
0: Since they're scientists, they could figure that stuff out.
1: Cow can lay down for up to fourteen hours a day. Oh, jeez. They're built differently than a horse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, all like, with they think maybe the stress was from the cows leaving her, the herd, and her then having an event where the cow could the UFO and Mm -hmm. it killed it. There was um, no radiation on the cow, but they did all the electrical, electric magnet stuff around it, and everything was going haywire around the cow.
1: Aww.
0: So they, when they saw the UFO, you, you can go in, and there's like a halo effect around it. Mm-hmm. And going back over, they're looking at all the other UFOs that they have witnessed, and it's the same thing. And Dr. Taylor says that there's a temper temperature differential like the the ship is hot the the air is cool cool. so around it has like a halo effect and he himself went through and watched and uh, analyzed a tic-tac video a tic-tac it's a a tic-tac yeah tic-tac it's a tic-tac video it's a um air force Oh, okay. But, yeah. The Tic Tac ship. Yeah, the ship. Okay, they call it yeah. He analyzed it and it was the same situation. This halo effect around this craft. It's weird. Yeah. They brought in a lady who is a like cattle mutilation expert what <laughs> who wants to
1: be an expert in cattle mutilations that's awful
0: so she all the signs for this cow it wasn't a cattle mutilization it was a stress related death but why was the cow stressed is basically I mean there could
1: it. be lots of reasons well
0: the herd left and right usually they're herd animals so they like to be all together and then the UFO which they think gives oh, some kind of electromagnet situation that freaks out the cows right And they try to get away. And she's saying that maybe... Them coming so quickly... Stopped the mutilation from happening. Because the craft was right there. But they were right there to... You know, see the cow dead. Quick enough. Right. Like, it is a reality show, folks. The experiments they're doing are true. They're finding radiation. They're finding all these weird... Electromagnetic... Situations. They're witnessing UFOs. But... The rest of it is just so... Acting? Yeah. It's clear, like, they clearly want to figure out what's going on because um, Dr. Taylor said the intelligence, somebody in the intelligence commu- community... I like how you con- do the air quotes, even yeah. though no one can see you. <sighs> um, Said that people were contacting him about what they're doing on the ranch. And in one of the episodes, there's a... Helicopter that has a camera on it flying over the ranch low with no um, tail numbers. Like, they they turned off their tracker on their... Yeah. Could be uh, government. Yeah, seeing what's going on. But it's just like... If the intelligent community, intelligence community is wondering what you're doing, this show wouldn't be on. Right. You... Just like when Bob Bigelow was doing it with Nids, we don't know really what they found, what happened, any of that, because the Pentagon was paying for a lot of it mm-hmm. later on. So we're never gonna know. No, they, we they just, keep secrets. They yeah. keep secrets. We just started. They just started sending out um, videos about UFOs now, and they're only sending out a couple. Like we know <laughs> as much as they have what's going on out there and as much as I'm sure they're seeing, we're only gonna get one person not even point oh oh one percent of what's really happening.
1: Right. So you know, I think like to keep us in the dark. My guess would be though that they do that is
0: so then there's no like panic. Yeah, people don't freak out. Like, we watched Independence Day the other day. Oh, jeez. Like that. Yeah. All the people on the roofs. like. Right. (laughs) Oh, I love that movie. Take me with you. Welcome to Earth. (laughs) Boom. He punches him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't watch that movie for so long. Oh, my God. It's on HBO Max. So I watched it. Yeah. (laughs) I was watching it. And it's just funny to see what we used to think. And even then... Like what is that? Ninety six, maybe ninety four. Gosh, I don't recall. And you know what's even more funny? But uh, his girlfriend's son plays like her son in the. So his stepson, yeah. in the movie is his little brother on Fresh Prince. Remember when he had a little Nikki? Oh, remember when Nikki comes along? It's been a long time. Yeah. So well, not his brother, but his cousin. Yeah. They had a little baby. That's him. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I mean, it's just the way they show how people view, like, UFOologists and people that believe in UFOs, it makes them seem crazy, and that's in the 90s. Yeah. When you know, back in the 90s, they probably had the same shit, just like how people think Area 51, it, something crashed and they brought it all there. Obviously, yeah. it's not going to be there anymore. They probably moved it to a different facility once people started believing that's a facility where they're, like... Knows? If that's a facility where they're holding it... And right. everybody knows about it. It's not mm-hmm. going to be in that facility they're holding anything anymore. Right. Our government's smart enough to keep shit from us because they do it all the time. Yeah. So that's basically it about that. I mean, sorry, there's not much information, but the show's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and everything I look up about the show, just to find just experiments and stuff, they they just direct you to watch the show. So, like I said, it's a reality show. Watch at your own risk. It's it's just a show. Yeah. The experiments are great. They're doing work there. But what they're actually going to show you is not the full extent of what they're doing. They want you to watch. I mean, season two is out. They're go- working on season three. I mean... It's this a, can go on forever. Yeah, it's a reality show. They're going to piece it out so it can be long and drawn out and 20 season later is like Ghost Adventures. It's just... Okay. That's enough. That's enough. I believe in UFOs. I think something weird is going on here, but I think it can be explained too with, well, not the UFOs, but the radiation and all that fun stuff. I still
1: think it's like different dimensions. It's a portal to different dimensions. That's that's what I think.
0: They think that. They think that it could be some kind of wormhole where it, there's like a satellite on one side and satellite on the other, and there's a connector, yeah, so I mean it would make sense that these things going a thousand feet or faster per second mm-hmm. that is unheard of in any anything we have, so I mean it could be going, and then you stop seeing it, that could be because they hit the thing, right,. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I hope you guys enjoyed the series. Sorry, this episode's so short, but I mean, watch the show, I guess. <laughs> right? Just watch it. Just watch the show, and then decide
1: for yourself.
0: Decide for? I mean, I believe it. And if you're listening to this, you probably believe what's going on there is something. But it's weird to me also that they're not getting any holder activity. They're not getting any ghosts or specters or anything. Right. It's all UFO-based. Oh, and Homestead 2, where the caretakers live, they were hearing weird sounds. (laughs) So they go and they found, like, an enclosed um, thing in their basement. Like, a room, but it was all bricked up, and inside the room they found, like, bones. That's weird. Like, dead animal bones. I don't know. Animal sacrifice. Yeah. But they figured out that the noises they were hearing were echoing because it was echoing in the room and coming up, oh, kind of like a speaker. Right. So they figured that one out. So they, you hear the echoing. They do a whole episode on it, and then all these spooky sounds, and then you never talk about it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Next week we'll be talking murder with a new guest host so thank you all for listening a I brand new one new guest host well not brand new oh mom probably yeah probably mom hunter wants to do one but she wants to do one like tupac or marilyn monroe she should be good with marilyn monroe yeah but that just that one's been done to literal death oh. ah, but thank you all for coming and listening <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Keep it scoopy. Spooky. Scoopy. Keep it scoopy. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye.